Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I ain't got no motherfucker. So I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. Westside, bad boy killers. You know who the realest is, niggas. We bring it to you. First off, fuck your bitch in the click you claim. Westside, when we ride, come equipped with game. You claim to be a player, but I fucked your wife. We bust on bad boys, niggas fuck for life. Plus, Puffy trying to see me weak, hearts I rip. Vicky Smalls and Junior Mafia, some mock-ass bitches. We keep on coming while we running for your... Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pops Culture Podcast. I am your host, Papa Minnow. And as always, I'm joined by my trusty co-host, who has gone into superstardom these days. <laughs> Yo, play, play Tupac, hit him up. Hard. I'm not playing no Tupac, play hit him up at this part. Fuck Joe Rogan. <laughs> I'm the oh, new Joe Rogan. I don't even know what to say because it's been a crazy week <laughs> with this fucking clip that went up. But yeah, this is episode 61. Uh, as always, guys, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms. That's Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. As always, we'll be dropping every Thursday. So keep continuing to give us the likes and reviews. It really helps us out and helps us get noticed in the algorithms and helps us get seen. We do appreciate it. Uh, shout out to all our new listeners. Shout out to all our old listeners. And yeah, I think that's everything. Is that so, everything? Or is it fuck Joe Rogan? <laughs> that is where we are going to start for this episode. Uh, Gabe had some choice words last week for the godfather of podcasting, Joe Rogan. And I quote, you said, Joe Rogan is like a really talented interview. Like he's good at what he does as like the interviewer, but like he just got his head so far up his own ass now that it becomes unbearable at times. You don't like his fans. You don't like the fact that he jokes with his platform and you think he leans way too far. What do you mean jokes with his platform? Leans way too far to the right. Yeah. And then we posted the clip up on the Pops Culture Media page, which you guys should follow now. Um, we're posting clips up there and a lot of content as well, too. So check us out on Pops Culture Media. I'm a victim Instagram. now, too. I'm harassed. And, yeah. <laughs> the comments blew up, and basically a bunch of Joe Rogan fans went at Gabe <laughs> saying, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> and started chirping him. So do you, do you have anything to respond to some of these guys? So I'm going to read some of these comments in a bit. But. <laughs> What do you have to say for yourself? Okay, for, okay honestly, I was la- last night I was loving it. And then this morning I woke up and I checked it out. And then I like rethought about it. I was like, yo, some of those were hurtful. Like, you don't even know me. That was mean. Joe Rogan, <laughs> it's like the equivalent of, you know, Beyonce Beehive fans. Like, I didn't realize Joe Rogan had it like that. I mean, like, I knew he had it like that. But I didn't think they'd come from the throat. There was, a, what, about 70 comments of people getting mad and they're going for my name. They're going for my stature. They're going for my follower amount. Like, what? am I not allowed to talk about people because I only have like 900 followers or something? What was that about? You're a clout chaser, bro. I'm a clout chaser. You're clout I'm not, chasing. I didn't, honestly, I didn't even think of pop like that. I didn't even think we, we talk shit about everything. So I didn't, I didn't think that would happen. Yeah. And but they don't know that though. They don't know Bo who you me, are. Bo called me at, at like one in the morning. And he's like, you got to check this out. You got to check it out. And I thought he's exaggerating. And then one of the comments, and people are going for the throat. 
and going hard and stuff. And I was, I was laughing. I was like hysterically laughing last night. Um, yeah, but this morning you were shook though. All publicity. Yeah, because then I checked on my inbox and then I didn't know how to go at it either. I, I was like reconsidering it. And then I was, I was like, should I get in their face? Should I get mad? Should I start some fights? Like tell them to come find me in Temecula or like be like, come out to Waterloo. And then I just, I just came like they were, I got called trans or what sex I, I was and got called gay. So I, I was kind of confused for a moment, but then I just went with it. Um, I just replied to my inbox. I sent them like hearts and smiley faces and kisses just to make them more uncomfortable. Cause these are, these are all your guys. These are all the guys who use words like alpha male, like that. Think yeah. So one, one, one guy in the comments said, uh, you're a beta male. Yeah, I know. I was waiting to be called cuck. That's when you know you hit stardom. <laughs> so I was waiting for that to happen, but it didn't happen. Um, I, I went through a roller coaster of emotions. I was like, this is good. This is great. We'll feed off this for the podcast. And then when the inbox messages started coming in, because they're all my, you know, it doesn't come straight through. Yeah, it's in like your requested. I didn't find DMs. them until later. And then I saw them all and they're like, fuck you. Who the fuck do you think you are? I was like, oh my God. Why were you scared that they're going to come find you though? I wasn't like, scared. No one knows where you live. I don't even know where you live <laughs> half the time. You could be in Toronto. You could be in Waterloo. You could be in Vancouver. No one knows where you are in the world. I don't even know where I am half the time either. Your mom probably doesn't even know where you are right now. My mom really doesn't know where I am right now. <laughs> exactly. So I don't get what you were showing. I, was, guy, I wasn't scared. This guy was like, oh, I'm not. I'm not showing what these guys are going to say. I'm I'm kind of worried that they might find No, me. I just deleted it because I didn't want to get in like an argument with them to go back and forth. So I just said I had to get rid of it. And then I wish I kept it after, but I was, I was like, I'm not going to reply. I'm not going to say anything. And then I started to reply and then I just deleted and blocked it because I can't have all that. Ne- I already live with negative thoughts. I can't have randos <laughs> coming for the throat. I'm not built for stardom. Okay, the way I thought it was. Well, yeah. Last night, I was like, I'm going to be the next Stephen A. Smith. I'm going to be Skip Bayless. I'm going to ride this, like, high. And now I'm reconsidering my life choices. Like, am I going to bury my career? Or what am I going to do here? So That's the best part, because when shit really hits the fan, that's how you know if you're truly built for this or not. I know. I, I was fired up last night to be like, I'm going to ride this wave. I'm going for Joe Rogan's throw. Every episode... We're going to do a five-minute episode about why Joe Rogan's wrong because I can point that out every time. So, Joe Rogan fans, stick around, and I'll prove to you why he's a clown. Let me read some of the comments, though. So, Denos3000 said, who is he? Never heard of Gail. (laughs) (laughs) Gail. And he spelled it G-A-Y-I-E-L, deliberately, deliberately messing up your name. Ozzy Coco Tasso said, who the fuck is this guy? Imitating Conor McGregor's who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Yo, there was a lot of that. Yeah. Honestly, I think 80%... Obviously, Conor McGregor fans, too. Yeah. Chuds. 80% of the comments were literally, who the fuck is this guy, and why do I care about what he's saying? <laughs> Die For said, this guy sounds like a jealous little bitch. <laughs> Tyler Brunetti says, this guy sounds triggered. Is there any Canadians there? Because I'll fight them. I don't know. I didn't really go to any of their pages, but now that you mentioned, I probably should check some of their pages out after. <laughs> One guy says, anyone know who this chap is? <laughs> this is R.D. Patton, so I'm guessing he's from Britain. And then your mom came out and commented, <laughs> <laughs> does he hate him or is he jealous he had a podcast before him? LOL. <laughs> Shout out to my mom, though. Honestly, least- that is a good, that's a good chirp. I know. Honestly, it's a really so good many, comment. So many parents just protect their kids or like take their side right away <laughs> at least my i like i respect my mom because she always calls me out when i'm wrong so she's wrong in this instance but <laughs> thank you for hating on me in a while because you've only made me stronger if your mom could hate on you that's that's how you know you're strong if you I can know. survive your own mom's hate <laughs> i have you to, can survive anything 30 years i've su- survived that woman's attacks on me <laughs> Sean Brake says, seriously, 824 followers and he's talking shit on Rogan? LOL, man. Go play down someplace. How is someone with that little followers immediate personality? LOL. I guess if you're self-proclaimed, you can say whatever you want. LOL. We got to start somewhere. What's his name, Sean? We got to start somewhere. All right, Joe Rogan only had a few followers at some point. You wait 10 years from now, I'll be more famous than he is. 
<laughs> I'm a screenshot of those pictures. Uh, JT. I'm, I'm, come to J- Temecula. <laughs> I'll fight y'all. JT514. Who's Gape? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those ones, just the, the name fuck ups are the only yeah. ones that hurt. My name's right there. You know exactly my name. Oh, man. Okay. I got, I literally, not one person praised me. Not one. Dude, yeah. <laughs> the only people who praised you were on my own personal page. But yeah, those are the only people. Who, those are only people who uh, respected you and were like, "Oh, I actually, I actually uh, am on Gabe's side." I got, I got a bunch of new followers from it too. None of them said anything. I think they want to like harass me and follow me because they look like Joe Rogan fans. So I was confused, but more welcome to join the party. I don't care. All publicity is good publicity. That's how we always stand by. And I'm, tr- I'm correct. I am right. Five years from now, the future will, will will show see that i am right well i think the good thing is you didn't do this to purposely get a rise out of them like that was genuinely your opinion on the dude so yeah like we didn't talk about this before it's like hey i just want to point out some things but to be fair so i went to the joe rogan forum okay these are is this on reddit this is on reddit who listen to him every week i don't know how there's over 1500 episodes and these niggas pay attention to every single word and even his own fans are turning on them the covid stuff and everything is saying people are starting to turn and see what i see what i've been saying for a year people are seeing the light and soon the joe rogan cult will be the gabriel cult <laughs> so i saw the clip that you were referencing in the episode last week i watched it on youtube and yes i read the comments and some of the comments were definitely saying that Bill Burr was in the right state of mind. Like Bill Burr was calling him out and they were agreeing with what Bill Burr said, but listening to it myself, I didn't see any of the points that you were making because to me, it seemed like they were just joking around and he was making a joke about the situation. And he even said it himself. He was like, the reason why he used the word being a bitch for wearing, for wearing the mask was because of the fact that guys tend to joke on each other and tend to clown each other and chirp each other in situations where you're not taking a risk and, and kind of putting yourself in danger as a man. But, and, and, and he's a comedian, so I could see his, okay, I could see his point too. about I mean, being a joke about it, though. You make joke, but the same way Bill Burr is calling him out, I'm calling him out, too. Like, even when you yeah, make but a even, joke. Even Bill Burr's joke, or even Bill Burr's call out was more of a joke, more so than him literally than being me? like, you're, you're an asshole. <laughs> I mean, I feel, like, you're, I feel like your rant was more like, he's an asshole and you hate this guy for this reason. I, I don't want him canceled. I don't want anything <laughs> along those lines. I just... As you can see, this is a perfect example. I'm, gr- I'm glad we got that reaction because he has this cult that's super biased who just follows every word that he says. Joe Rogan is a man who knows a little about a lot. And then once he expands on that a lot, he sounds like an idiot. But then these idiots take his word and follow him word for word and think he's right about everything. I'm just pointing that out. I don't want him canceled. I think he's the podcast father, whatever. But <laughs> I think if, when you're that famous, you're, you're going to get dragged. Like, drag me. I, I don't care. But, like, when he's wrong and he's so, like, emphasizes that he's not or just throws it out there, I'm just, I'm just going to call it out. That's all I'm saying. I don't, I don't want him canceled. I don't think he's a white supremacist or something. Like, my words were getting totally turned on me. That's not what I implied at all. I'm just saying his fan base is a little off. And the things that he say are completely off. So that's all I'm saying. And like, he's that, that, I don't know. It's all those tough guys who want to be tough that follow him, that use words like alpha and beta and that. So come on, Get, like you saw the pictures of those dudes. Look at them. Like I, 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 don't, I don't fuck any of them up. <laughs> I'm actually in these streets. You should have said that. You should have called them out for a fight. No, because. One guy said you should have fought Rogan though. I, I mean, Rogan would mess me up. Yeah, because he's, he's done UFC training. So. But give me 15 years. If, if he gives me 15 years, we meet. Yeah, when he's, when he's 60, <laughs> when he's like 75 and can no Gary longer walk properly. Bitch, I'm going to mess him up. <laughs> that would um, be, be a video I'd pay for, though. To see, I know. To see but you no. at 45 fucking up a 70-year-old. But you don't think his comments about wearing a mask were genuine when he called them pussies? No, I think he genuinely did mean that. I, maybe not the... Well, he, he called them bitches. It wasn't pussies. I think he genuinely had that opinion. But, it, like, again, it's his opinion, though. I don't think he was trying to say <laughs> that... He was trying to say... 
He won't let anyone on the episode unless they do a COVID test beforehand. So if you're not scared, don't do the COVID test then. Get get COVID, get sick, get the fuck out of here. You're no, doing but he, tests even in the clip, he said he was scared that he got it originally as well himself. Yeah, and then, there and was then a once he realized it wasn't as bad, like, it's, the, it's those people who worry about it. And then once he found out it won't kill him, it's not about worrying about yourself. I won't die from COVID. You won't die from COVID. But my parents will die from it. Grandparents would die. Little kids, people with, like, breathing problems would die from it. So it's what, like, it just shows he doesn't care about other people outside of his castle. He did address that though. He said that they should be the people who are more exposed, like the elderly should be the ones who are quarantined more so. And then everyone else can just take the risk if they want to work themselves. (laughs) (laughs) That's just nasty, but he's a selfish asshole. So, I mean, I could see it, but I, I don't know. I, I kind of disagree. I still disagree with your point. Everyone I, think, everyone, I think he addressed it in a manner that seemed fair to his point. Like, he didn't seem like he was going overly drastic about being like, oh, COVID is... is he, he's not like the QAnon people who are like, this is a pandemic. Yeah. Like, it's all fake. Like, he wasn't going that far off the deep end. He just seemed like he was voicing some of his opinion how he was frustrated about how the world has been shut down. And you can't keep people down for that long who want to get back into the economy and start working again. Again, I'm being fascist. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm being over the top. Maybe you shouldn't have had so many white claws. <laughs> <laughs> Can you edit that out? <laughs> um, but no, I'm not saying you should be canceled or anything along those lines. I'm just saying he's got a history the last year. Like that episode wasn't even that bad, but that's just a history of ob- obnoxiousness. Yeah. So like over the top. And I'm just saying, you look at it and like, go to YouTube. I went to his YouTube page after this. And there's a reason why every suggested view is some sort of alt-right white supremacy thing, because that's not what he's preaching, but it's, it's a gateway to those fans. And there's a reason why it seems to be like along those lines that the same people are interested in that start to go towards that area. Um, and that, so I don't think Joe Rogan should be canceled. I don't think he should change his show. He has a lot of great fans on it. He's done a lot for the podcast game, but he's an old man. It's time that we find someone else, someone new. I'm not saying who <laughs> to replace him. A, a more voice of reason, you know, to offer it. So I'm just saying his time's over. As he signed a $100 million contract. <laughs> yeah, I know. His time's over. He's over with. I'm hoping he get sees this guy out of here. Throws me $100 to get on his thing. <laughs> Dude, that'd be hilarious to have you on uh, on KRE. I will get there. Y'all see, two years from now, you'll see me on the Rogan show. I'm going to cheap shot him in the face, too. Oh, man. All right, last comment before we move on. (laughs) Marky McFly, I never heard of her. (laughs) And then I replied, it's a him, though. (laughs) He came back saying, that's the point. I don't even care to know what his gender is. Nonetheless, his opinion. (laughs) Okay, that's the best one. That's the best one. Oh, but see, man. So many of those were gender or slightly homophobic and stuff. Bad crowd, Rogan. You got <laughs> bad crowd you got here. Why are they attacking my gender? There's so many things to attack me about. I am, you know, it could be about my looks. It could be about my stupidity. I can't even say the word facetious right. Facetious? <laughs> see? I can't even do it right. Yeah. So many things I can't do right. And you're going to attack my gender? My gender? So you're getting a bad audience, Rogan. This is why. You should control your fanboys. Fair enough. My mom had the best burn out of the mall, though. So. Yeah, your mom's burn was actually really good. I actually died laughing when I saw it yesterday. <laughs> you know, everyone. Because I was like, this is very clever for your mom. I sent that to everyone, and I was like, oh, check out the comments. And everyone just right away went to my mom's comments. Like, yo, your mom got you. I was like, it happens. <laughs> Got to play the Drake uh, life is good. Yeah. <laughs> Niggas caught me slipping once. Okay, so what? <laughs> yeah. Mama caught me slipping once. <laughs> okay, so what? Wasn't as oh, bad man. as the time she walked in me masturbating, so. Wow. That is <laughs> that is very embarrassing. I've never been caught in that situation. Thank God. Yeah, well, only child. I could not small. imagine. Yeah, I could not imagine only, how that only goes child, down. small house. <laughs> and she tried to give me one of those sit-down talks, too. You didn't try and make sure she wasn't outside or anything? Like, what was... She moves silently, right? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know she was home. She kicked in the door. It was like, what do you want to eat? And that digging hand, it was bad. Was your computer in your room, or was it in, like, the main room? Uh, I think it was in the main room at that point. I didn't, oh, it was okay. before the laptop season. 
Yeah, I, I'd almost got caught, but like it was just because everyone's was, almost got caught. It was because I was up at like two in the morning, <laughs> and I was, and I was talking to this girl on MSN. And this was last year. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, on to some real life news. Uh, Rod Wave and Little Yachty both survived car accidents this past week. I don't know if you, if you happen to see the accidents, but both cars looked very totaled. Little Yachty separate accidents. I heard about Little Yachty, but yeah, these were separate accidents. Little Yachty got out with uh, no injuries. Rod Wave, I believe, is also injury free as well too. So, shout out to them. Thank God that they're good and they're uh, they're alive still. Um, Wear your seatbelts. 100%. Um, they, were driving, they were driving nice cars, too. Both, like, I think Yachty's was a Lamborghini and Rod Waves. I don't know what his was, but it was a really nice car as well, too. I'm, I'm assuming some speed was involved because you don't drive this car slow. Yeah. Six Black put out her Black fucking A, man. I know. See, I know what his name is, but the thing is, because everyone makes the memes about his name not being Black, I start saying the meme version of it. But Black put out his new single, Float. Uh, he's also dropping his EP this Friday. On his birthday. Six, pe- six Piece Hot. Is it actually his birthday? Yeah, it's the 20th. I think it's today's his birthday. The 24th? Well, today is the 24th, yes. <laughs> so maybe, okay, well, it's coming out soon. Well, by the time you guys hear this, this is the 25th. Yeah, happy uh, birthday. <laughs> yeah, shout out to you. Shout out to you, Black. Happy mm-hmm. birthday. He put out a single float today, though. Did you listen to it? I did add in the background. I'm a huge Black stan. I've seen him perform like three times. So, I mean, the song was good. Wasn't anything crazy. But I'm I'm hyped for the EP. Yeah, I think it was a nice chill vibe as well too. Like I, I didn't think it was anything crazy, but it was definitely in his bag. And like you want to hear that from Black because his last album was kind of away from his regular sound. Yeah, it was still it was still really good though. Like that album was probably one of the most critically acclaimed albums of that year that he dropped. And I thought it was really good that he kind of got away from that sound, but was able to still put out a body of work that was still that good. So. It's good to see him evolve, but I'm glad that he's choosing to go back more to his traditional sound on this one. It seems I'm all I'm all for hearing his first type of like sound. Yeah, that album was life changing for me. Uh, it was a big part of my life, and when I moved to Toronto, it dropped. So it's like super nostalgia, and it's so good, and I still listen to it probably every couple weeks. And that so, Black's definitely one of my favorite artists. <clears throat> yeah, he's dope. He um. The way he popped up was uh, peculiar, too, because he kind of just came out of nowhere and then just had a really good body of work, and then people just... Yeah, it's well, apparently he was signed to Flowrider before this. Uh, really? Before, yeah, but he never put out any music. He was just writing for them, and he's he's he said... Maybe he for only, him. <laughs> what? Well, for him and his crew, the whatever. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, for, like, Flowrider and all those guys. And he only saw, like, 500 bucks. He said he was living in a car while assigned to, like, Flowrider and that, so... And then he just popped out. They're trying to make him do pop music, and obviously that's not a sound. Yeah. But yeah, he's definitely one of my favorite artists out. Probably he's going to, like, R&B-wise and stuff, I maybe put Frank Ocean ahead of him, and that's about it. Like, I'll check for him before the weekend or anyone. Really? Yeah, bro. Like, I have him up there. The dude just made – and he seems like such a good, chill dude and a dope personality and stuff, too. So, I'm just, like, a huge stan of him. Yeah, he just minds his business and doesn't really get involved with any of the drama or any of the fuck shit. Raises his kid and loves his kid, so shout out to him. He kind of reminds me of uh, Bryson Tiller in that manner. Mm -hmm. Where they both just do their own thing and then just drop music whenever they feel like it. I mean – they got their little fan base too. They yeah. Want. Like Bryson took a break because he was going through depression. So it was a little bit different in that situation, but yeah. I kind of like think they're in the same type of realm with their R&B music and stuff. For sure. Yo, I'm lightheaded from that Joe Rogan speech. <laughs> <laughs> All the blood is leaving my brain right now. Cause I was going out my jaws tight. My head is like, I can't even focus right now. Cause I'm still, like, I was gassed up, worked about that. So bear, bear with me, everyone. <laughs> And then my boy Idris Lawal is dropping his EP this Friday as well, too. It's titled Young, Black, and Blue. We are actually supposed to have him on this episode, but some things end up falling through. Uh, he should be on next week, though, so we'll probably do a in-depth review of his album and see what caused him to write some of his songs and 
what made him uh, put the EP out at this point in time and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. But it, we got like a little bit of a preview to the album itself. It's really well polished. A lot of the songs are, they're not, not like similar, but they, they put like, they sequence well with each other because they draw inspiration from each other. So mm-hmm. it, the album itself just kind of flows like from top to bottom. You can listen to it through one through, uh, sorry, one straight through listen or just like the songs on its own. But like, as you listen to it one straight through, it just seamlessly flows and like you don't even realize how good of a listen it is just going through it just that easily. So the polish is there, the quality is there. Um, I honestly think it's like a mainstream level quality of, of an album. Like if I were to hear this on the radio, I would suspect that like Idris is a huge superstar out there somewhere, right? So it's a really good album. Definitely check it out. Preloaded. This guy's definitely passionate about his stuff too. Yeah, he, he he genuinely cares about his music and like he takes a lot of time to research history of music um, and going so bar- far back as the history of music in Africa and like Nigeria and how Afro pop and like Afro rap and all that stuff started. Like he takes his time to learn about that stuff and then he genuinely like acquires his own sound like develops it and then puts it into his music. So you can, you can really hear the passion and the amount of work that he puts into his songs. So preload it for this Friday, uh, stream it when it comes out. Personally, I'd prefer if you guys bought it cause it definitely helps the artist more when you buy the album. Um, that's what I'll be doing when it comes out. But yeah, uh, we'll talk to him next week and get his insight on the album. Yeah, we went in. So I remember we went and saw him when I was in school. So that was over, maybe a year and a half ago um, when we saw him. No, before. it was just a year ago. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Okay. Well, we saw, yeah, him at, guess- we saw him at a showcase for a traveling light when he first dropped Jordan. Yeah. And then yeah, I went and saw him. And then right before the COVID stuff um, in the new year, he performed and went and saw him too. Better friend than you are because I went and saw him. He's definitely approved live as well. And the crowd was definitely feeling him and his vibe and his song was, and I brought, um, and everyone's like impressed about him and his music and that too. So I'll definitely vouch for him. And it's cool to see someone, you know, personally and their growth like that. Um, I've never really followed artists. I know really personally like that. Yeah. So it was, it's cool to see him become such a better live performer. And we worked around the same area. So we bump into each other. And every time we chopped it up, he was talking about the music. He would wake up in the morning, told me that, before you go to work, you get up like three hours early to work on the album and that. So he's definitely passionate about it. And it's cool to see it in his music, to know someone personally and see the growth and be in touch with him and him talk about his music and then see that reflect in his music. So I'm actually truly excited and we I'm excited to put people onto him. And yeah, it's just dope. Yeah. So the album's Young, Black and Blue to, or EP, sorry. And it comes out this Friday. On to Ja Rule, though. <laughs> Did you see the video of him doing the advertisement for the young mom and pop? Uh, <laughs> I did. Gyros are so good. Gyros? How do you pronounce it? Because I, I, I think they're pronounced gyros. But, but they pronounce it different. Every store I go to, too, <laughs> I get nervous. I can't even say the word because I get nervous about saying it. And I kind of, I try to get them to say it. I point to the sign. I say, I want one of those. (laughs) (laughs) And then each time, all these niggas pronounce it differently too. So I don't even know what to do. So I I honestly get a panic attack before I say the word yellow. But they slap. It's like the N word for you. (laughs) (laughs) So hard not to say the ER part. (laughs) Try to get them to say it. Practicing (laughs) in the word. I've been practicing on the word. But yeah, I'm pretty sure it's gyros. But if you say gyros, they know what you're talking about. I'd say, I've said gyro, 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 gyro. <laughs> so, yeah, I saw that commercial. It was pretty hilarious. Get money by any means. Did you see his performance? Did he have a private performance? 50 Cent posted it to try and clown him. No, I didn't. When did he, when did he have this private performance? So he was doing a party, and there was maybe – he was performing for probably 15 people in a private suite type thing. And then 50 Cent posted it, calling him out, being like, this is where your career is at now. And then Ja Rule came back and said that, um, he's like, I got paid, so why should I care? And to be fair, if you're in New York performing, people will pay 30, 40, 50. Yeah, they're uh, paying a boatload for that. I, I looked actually into booking him and Ashanti before and it was 30 grand, this was like two years ago. So, I mean, I do a show. Why, a why were you looking into that? I want, he's going to perform at my wedding. There's, there's absolutely zero chance that him and Shanti aren't at my wedding. I won't get married till I can afford <laughs> both of them. 
like that that's it so i know oh, like, so he's getting clowned on the he's getting clowned by 50 cent but honestly this is one of the few times i took ja rule's side so yeah it's it's so easy to hop on the uh the jaw jokes and like make fun of him but there's one thing that you can never deny is that this guy will never stop and he's an absolute hustler i like, want his confidence that false confidence <laughs> yeah of- no his his is delusional though like he has confidence to delusional to delusional so point badly. I want to hop on this podcast and live in the same world that Ja Rule lives in. I think it's fine to have a little bit of delusion. Like, you can be a little bit delusional, but his is a little bit too much. His is, like, astronomical levels. Like, I think he, he thinks he's way cooler than he actually is. And, like, I, I don't I don't mind him doing what he's doing to get money. Like, whatever, do what you got to do. But he always tries to spin it in a way where it's like, oh, like, um, I'm dope for doing this type of stuff. You know what I mean? I think, and I think at that point, it's, I want to believe the way he believes. And I think at that point, it's it's easier to clown him on certain stuff. Have but, the confidence the rule has. <laughs> but yeah, like you said, in this situation, I won't I won't clown him for what he had to do because one, he was actually helping out that restaurant um, throughout the pandemic, so I can't fault him for trying to help them. And two, like I said, he's someone who doesn't quit. Like he's actually, I, I don't want to call him. I'm not going to call him a genius, but he does think about certain things and applies them at the right time. Like Chappelle had his 846 video where he was talking about George Floyd's death, uh, rest in peace to George Floyd. And you know, from that, everyone was clowning him off of the, where is jaw joke that Chappelle had on his Chappelle show a couple of years ago. Yeah. So he used that opportunity to put out this video and like capitalize on it. Because like the two are within the same time frame, so I think like he genuinely does think about like what he's doing and what his next plans are, um, and it was a smart move from for him to put it out at this point and to capitalize. You know what's off funny the is, though, the first time I watched uh, Eight Forty Six, I was eating at Yairo. Uh, <laughs> I found a dope spot in Waterloo, and we grabbed them and came home and we're eating them. And I was watching Eight Forty Six, so two worlds collide right now and it was dope and now eat at that spot all the time so shout out to the both of them i still haven't seen the video but that is a very you haven't watched 846 yet no i haven't seen it yet i don't know for me watching videos has just been like back burning to me like i just can't force no i get it to sit down and watch them anymore it was very somber and it wasn't funny at all it was super george carlin type yeah, like he wasn't—he wasn't trying to be funny. He was literally just speaking his mind at that point. Yeah, and I can see why tons of people wouldn't appeal to it. But I think any black person who's familiar with Chappelle and what's going on, it hit home and stuff too. So yeah, it was great. It was just obviously not on brand for what lots of people were expecting. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch it. Just like I just haven't really felt the urge to watch videos in general. So no, I know it's been kind of hard to watch those. But stage two of the pandemic is pretty much. Or like things are opening up in stage two. Like we're moving on to stage two and things are opening up. You said you've already lived through stage two. What the hell does that mean? I've I've lived because I've been out in Waterloo. Oh yeah, through. right, 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 right. So they hit stage two two weeks ago. They opened up patios and that. I went once and they kept everyone far apart. But then later at night, everyone started piling in and getting close to each other. And I couldn't imagine, it still wasn't enough for me to be comfortable. And I don't think I'm going to go back because I got to go see my family and stuff. So I'm going to wait for stage two until August because obviously we've seen cities go backwards in that. And I feel more comfortable out here because it's obviously not as bad. But in Toronto. Yeah, it's a smaller town out there. I I don't like patios that much, man. Um, (laughs) It's, I'd rather just have a beer at my place on the patio. So. Yeah, but I get it. But it's gonna be wild. When's it start? Friday or is it already started? No, it's already started. It started today officially. So salons, malls, and some patios are open now. Mm. And this is my, also my other problem. So I want to go get my nose pierced. Um, why? Wait, what? <laughs> I want a nose. Pierced. What has been happening to you throughout this throughout this pandemic, man? It's a just past quarter life crisis. <laughs> that I'm going through right now. Okay. You gotta, you gotta walk us through this though. What made you want to do this at this point? Like what what were you thinking? I go through these depressive stages and I need, and then when I get out of them, I go, I want this big life change. That's why I've dyed my hair blonde. I've gauged my ears. I'm fully aware. I'm the person who I am, who I am. It's not going to change. I think they'll bring me happiness, but it doesn't. Anyways, I decided to get my nose pierced, but they're not, 
This doesn't make sense though, because you can go to a hairdresser and get your hair done for two hours. You can get tattoos and get your ears pierced, but they're still not letting you do face piercings. How does that change? Like half these rules for COVID don't even make sense. They're just for appearances. Yeah. Some of them are a little bit ridiculous. I think maybe their reasoning in that is that like, it's on your face, so you got to be way you, closer to what's someone. What's the difference between someone piercing your ear and your nose? You're gonna get COVID, either way. Oh wait, you can, wait. You can do ears, but you can't. You do can nose? do ears, but not nose. Oh yeah, that's that's ridiculous. That's wild. And you can sit there, and that takes five minutes. You can get your hair done, but you can't get your lashes done because on your face, none of it makes sense. Yeah, that's that's a ridiculous. Um, Rule. This is my only problem with the the COVID stuff. So yeah, none of the, the rule half these rules are just for appearances. Uh, I still feel like some of those places will will do it regardless, though. Oh, for sure. I already know people. They just doing- probably won't say it out loud, like on their website or whatever. But if you yeah, go I know, in, I know- they'll probably do it. I know people doing um, low-key eyelashes and nails and stuff that weren't supposed to be get done. So it's whatever. Yeah, I've been thinking of getting my ears pierced, though. Mm, you never had your ears pierced? No. I was they never allowed be- to. Yeah, I know. Fair enough. My dad would <laughs> my, my mom would literally kill me if I did it. <laughs> you might as well do it. Well, yeah, now I'm thinking about it, but I don't know. It's still, it's still up in the air. Who knows? We'll see what happens. But, yeah, there was, a, there was a patio that was open, I believe, last night, so before 12 a.m. And as Torontonians do, there was a huge line for people waiting outside to get into the place. Yeah. It's not surprised me. Are you going to go to the patio? No, hell no. I will eventually, but on this first round, just like electronics, you got to wait and see which ones are default and like which ones aren't going to operate correctly. And you got to yeah. wait to see like what's going to happen before you start like getting out there again. No, I'm going to let some people go out first and then see what happens with them. And then yeah, if, it, if it's cool for a bit, then I'll start making moves. But if it's not, then I'm let everyone else be the guinea it. pig. Exactly. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm going to chill. I'm going to wait. Vancouver's way ahead still, though the gyms and stuff are starting to open up in Van. And I'm going Dude, back. How big is Vancouver? Um, third biggest city in Canada. Only Montreal and Toronto are bigger. The actual downtown, Vancouver's just under a million, I think, 800,000. And the like lower mainland, greater area is 1.5 or something like that. Okay, so pretty much... Okay, yeah, so there's North Van and then there's Vancouver itself. But it's very more, it's like a lot more spread out. So, and everything's already been outdoors. Like everything you do there is people like, you already had that space. Vancouver's very, I don't know, it's almost like Nordic-like. Everyone there keeps their space and stays away from each other. And a lot of the activities that people already do are like yoga and outdoors and the beach and hiking and stuff like that. So it was really easy to contain given it's already kind of like popular within society there. So they're doing it really well. It's the best, like it's the best in Canada, the lowest amounts in that. So um, it's, yeah, it's interesting there. So yeah. Cause our mutual acquaintance has been posting videos on store, like Instagram stories. And I was like, this shit looks like regular life. Like people are still in the bars partying and like the restaurants are hundred percent open. Like it doesn't, yeah, look the restaurants like are open. Yeah. It doesn't look like they have any restrictions on like what you can do in those restaurants. With the numbers reflected, like they still, their, their healthcare is really great, but they just, they controlled it the best. And then it was good to go already. So they've just been ahead of the curve. It's not like they have, t- there's not like Texas or Florida, they had evidence medically that it was safe to do it. And the numbers haven't gone up and everything that's open has been like done well. Yeah. So in the States, like it's gone up a lot. Like Florida, I think had like 4,000 a few days ago or something like that, like a spike in 4,000 cases. And obviously a lot of other States aren't in control of what's going on with COVID. But I guess at this point, a lot of people don't care. Everyone just got mask off. Like no one gives a fuck anymore. Yeah. Like a lot of people just don't give a fuck anymore. But the NBA is still on schedule to open up in July or at the end of July, despite the fact that some of the players have caught COVID. So Jokic, being one of the biggest superstars in the league, has it along with six other players. Yeah. And what's his face? Um, Brogdon. Malcolm Brogdon has it too on Indiana. Oh, does he? Yeah. I did he not hear about well. that. I mean, these are fine. I'd honestly rather get it now than, like, these guys got lucky, kind of. Yeah. Because it start for a couple of weeks. But I think we're both interested in how they'll handle it when players come down with it 
during that time because Florida is an absolute shit show right now. Yeah. And- so so they are looking to play in Orlando, Florida. Um, but like you just said, Florida is a shit show and they've just had a spike in cases. So they are also looking into other places possibly um, that might be a little bit more. Toronto's already in Florida right now, though. Yeah, but they could still move it. Yeah, they could still move it. Yeah, Toronto's already down there, like, getting ready. So they're still looking at some other place. But, yeah, like, I think the big question is what happens if these players get it whilst they're playing? And obviously in that situation, you'd think that they're just going to quarantine and they're not going to be able to play for those next two weeks. But then at the same time, like, that's an unfair advantage for the teams that are playing, and it's, like, a huge disadvantage for your team playing. Like – Let's say Jokic caught this whilst they're in a playoff series and he can't play for the next two weeks. That's your huge superstar who's not able to play for your team. And, like, that's a big takeaway for that team and, like, essentially knocks them out of a playoff position. Like, you're not going to be able to compete with other teams if your biggest superstar isn't able to play. Yeah, no, I mean, like, did you see Avery Bradley – is not going, and he's their best defensive player right now. Like, that's a huge – Yeah, that's a huge knock for L.A. And the Avery Bradley is going to play. And now I love – and you know Lakers fans too, so if they don't win, they're going to put that asterisk up there. I think I think no matter who wins, there's going to be an asterisk. That's what I'm saying. So as, Like, that's as, why they should just cancel the season. I want it canceled, honestly. Like, as Raptors – like, how would you even feel about winning this championship – if, say, the Raptors won. Like, no, I'd still I, take it. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> I'd still take it. Because championships are forever. And I don't care. Like, either there is an asterisk, they're still there forever. Like, 20 years from now, people aren't going to really remember how it went down. That social media argument. No, they will. I feel like they really will. I mean, the best example we have this is of San Antonio and other teams winning the shortened season. And... I guess we don't hear about that. that yeah, no much. one talks shit about no one talks shit about but the this heat. Is, this is different. This is yeah, yeah, okay, I, I agree. This 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 level is different because of the pandemic and like what the implications could be, um, and just how the season has got delayed in this situation. So I would agree. Whoever wins this one, like I think this asterisk will probably be talked about the most. The shortened seasons ones, we don't really talk about those though. Like no one talks about the Spurs shortened season in '99. Like no one. Yeah, was it the Heat do the last? Yeah, strike? and then the Heat, yeah, the Heat won in the strike where they had sixty six games in two thousand thirteen. No one, no one said anything about that one. Like no one brings that up at any point either. Most most of the time, what people are, are fighting about is players getting injured now. Like that's yeah. the that's the biggest thing. And I guess that would fall into this because you're getting sick and you're not able to play. So people would just call it like injuries and like be like, oh, like that's a huge asterisk on this. Adam Silver did say the show will go on. Um, it once players still get sick and that, but if it gets bad, I can't see the show going on and I don't think I'd want it to. And honestly, I maybe felt excited for the NBA coming back once so far the most of the other times. It's just the logistics really bother me. And I mean, we're both deep in the social media and the art NBA Twitter is already wild. Those are, and then the arguments on top of that and trying to defend that and stuff. I just can't get excited for it the way I did other years and I try to make myself and honestly I just rather see them take care of this the season's done with and just start up new when it's in the new year yeah I mean I would love for them to finish it in some kind of fashion but just given the circumstances it doesn't look like it's gonna be able to be finished correctly so at this I won't point watch so yeah <laughs> at, this point, house. at this point I'm, I'm there for them canceling it and then there's also two other reasons why i would want them to cancel the season one is that it would be a huge distraction for the movement that's going on right now um like this is the only time that's a whole different conversation in itself too we can't yeah. do that but but this is the only point in time where literally there's no other distractions like there's no sports there's nothing else that like people aren't in work so there's nothing else that's able to take your mind off of like what's going on in the world so i feel like this is a really good opportunity for them to be able to keep that momentum going and then two like if they cancel it they have a better chance of just restarting in like october or november of this year and just doing a new season at that point like, there's yeah. nothing wrong with them just canceling and just starting a new season in October and November, like, regular. And hopefully by then, they'll have some kind of system in place for them to be able to play effectively and not transmit COVID any worse than it already has. Apparently, the Disneyland people, too, this is another issue I just read today. The people at Disney World are petitioning. The people who work there don't want to go back to work. They think it's too dangerous. And they're getting a majority of the people signing it. And I can't, with a good conscience tell people to go back to work if they don't want to be back at work. 
either, yeah. which is going to take them to be there to make this work. So they're hosting it at Disney uh, World, for people who don't know. And if you're, I just hate the idea of pure capitalism telling people to go back to work when they don't feel safe either. So for me, I just, at this point, I don't want to see it go down. If they go through with it, if too many cases pop up, I'm obviously pro support of shutting it down. I think this is a fully a money driven uh, reason why they're doing this. So I don't know. I just can't get excited for it. I can't get up for it, but I understand your degree and I understand being fans being semi excited for this personally. I'm not going to, so I'm not going to go against them completely, but personally for me, I would rather just see start off with the 2020, 2021 season um, in November. Yeah, some things are just more important than, like, your entertainment at that point. Yeah. You know, like, you can give up sports for a little bit and then, like, have it resume correctly at a later date. And I don't know. I feel like I'm just going to get summer league vibes from this, too. No fans, all in the same gym, smaller arenas and that. So I just don't think it will fulfill me enough to put that risk um, on other people and their families. Yeah, the only way I would see it being, like, super – play like watchable is if they let the players get mic'd up yeah which they won't because there's too many n-bombs oh yeah yeah <laughs> but, swear words. but that's what i mean that's what would make it lit like you could literally hear what they're thinking what they're saying on the court apparently the nba is working on an app that will let you supply crowd noise but obviously edited and stuff so i'm like oh, oh that, that sounds, sounds that's trash that's, though yeah that sounds lame as shit yeah <laughs> um, yeah so <laughs> And what happens? If, what happens if you're swearing on that? I, I'm assuming they'll have people go through it, so it just won't feel genuine, anyways. Yeah, that's, that's gonna be. That's gonna be. They'll have NBA people preview it, <laughs> and it won't be the same sound. So yeah. LeBron, you suck. Okay, before we bounce from this and end the episode two, did you see the Novak and all the tennis stuff as well? Yeah, I, I didn't see exactly what happened. I just saw that he had a party. Yeah, so we had no, we had a tournament. So Novak is anti-vax, fully anti-vax. He nothing wrong everyone, with that. Shut the fuck up. He thinks five G is giving people corona as well. Stupid. This guy should hang out with Joe Rogan. And he, so everyone tested positive in where they're playing. He refused the test. Take took a flight back to his home country in Serbia and put other people at risk. Once he got to Serbia. He finally did the test, tested positive, and now his family's sick. There's four other famous tennis players sick. Who knows who else? He was hanging out with uh, Jokic, too. One of them probably gave it to each other. This dude needs to be suspended. Like, that's so reckless, man. And I didn't know all this stuff about him till the last two days. That He used to be one of my favorite tennis players, and I've lost so much respect for him. Put so many people at risk, had this tournament, fully anti-vax, all that stuff. Just a bunch of junk. Yeah, I didn't know he had that stance on, like, uh, being an anti-vaxxer and all that stuff until people brought this up. But, I mean, people are uh, tired of staying home, and they want to they get out there. Yeah, but he's healthy. He's Let fine. Them- <laughs> other people, like, take, to refuse it, to be positive. So he flew. He went through an airport and stuff. I'm catching a flight. I'm going to see my family. If I got that from Novak, I'd, I'd fight him. I'd fly to Serbia. Dude, flying, yeah, flying is the easiest way to catch it, too. Because yeah. you're in a metal tube, so, like, there's and nowhere he, he the air can go. To, he could have just got tested. All he had to do was a five-minute test. And this guy is just so obnoxious that he doesn't take it, thinks it's a hoax. I mean, now he has it. His wife has it. He has kids at home, too. <laughs> Fucking moron, man. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, if there's one thing we've learned about uh, coronavirus is that it it's very cognizant of um, – People talking shit about it. Literally, yeah, so. everyone who downplays it ends up catching it. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> and the thing is, all don't these downplay healthy, the Rona. All these healthy people get it, and obviously, it doesn't kill them and stuff. And so they think it was overblown. The same way in Vancouver right now, everyone's like, "Oh, it wasn't a big deal." The media's pressing it, pushing it, and stuff. It's no, they did a good job of preventing it and stuff. And now we're seeing that from good public health measures. And now the conspiracy theory people are still in their own world and think that they were right because yeah you talk about it your city was the first to have those protests against staying at home <laughs> <sighs> there's only like 20 people there don't put that on <laughs> us. don't put that on us <laughs> i'm gonna go stand in the mirror and throw like air punches about joe rogan right now all right you go do that i'm gonna continue flaming up these comments 
Oh, oh yeah. And telling me like, telling these guys how right they are about you know, about their stance. All publicity is good. Yeah, you're a coward. You can't even defend me. <laughs> it's not even that, but like I just felt like I needed to flame them for them to comment more. No, I know. So all I was just like <laughs> and, and I did it tastefully. If someone goes like, Oh, Gabe's oh, a fucking dude. loser. I was you're just like coward. <laughs> I was like, but does he make a valid point though? My my mom and my pa- yeah, I know this guy thinks he's Maury Povich. Like, oh, elaborate on this. Like, yeah. oh, sure. But why is he a piece of shit? What's wrong with his voice? What's wrong with his like speech pattern and stuff? Just not even my mom and my podcast partner don't even have my back here. I yo, that is legit what I was doing though. I was like, I know it is. I'm not exaggerating for anyone listening. Oh, I, I was like, what's wrong with his voice though? I know you were. You opened the goddamn gate. I have, I have oh feelings, man! Man. I honestly have more respect for Stephen A and Skip after doing this and um, Colin Coward and stuff too. I don't know how these guys do it their whole life. Because <laughs> they get paid. That's I'm, why. I'm, I'm they make millions. Right I'm dizzy right now. The last 24 hours, I'm exhausted from trying to defend myself. If you see a million dollar check, you would do the same thing too. I can't even afford to hire security. My life is at risk right now. Oh man. All right, well, that'll do it for episode 61 of the Pops Culture Podcast. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. As always, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms. That's iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. Uh, The likes really help us out. We got a couple of new reviews as well, too. Greatly appreciate it because it helps us get seen more. And, yeah, we will see you guys next Thursday. Uh, Hopefully, it just the walls on this episode. And, yeah. Fuck Joe Rogan, bitch ass. <laughs> we'll end it on that. Peace. Right. Peace. Oh, man, I'm gassed. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 